How fun do you think it was to uh, to make that record, man? Just to be in a studio, that little riff there, that boom, boom, boom. Just be yeah, sitting, that's yeah, like a jamming record, like boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. How fun was that, man? To be sitting there, you know, and there's a guy behind the glass, kind of bouncing his head. You know, you know what? Uh, by the way, let me let me do this because uh, sometimes I don't. Uh, we are uh, pleased this punch. We are proud like a papa to have back uh, with us uh, uh, for the second time, I believe, none other than the very funny Monroe Martin. Monroe, welcome hey, to the studio. There we go. Thank you for having me. Monroe, uh, you'll be able to see him live in person, ladies and gentlemen. That's live and in person. Sometimes you see someone live. And but not, not in person. Not in person. Sometimes you see, I've seen people in person, uh-huh. but they weren't live. They weren't live yeah, at all. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was like that. That's what it was like. Uh, he is at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight for two shows, yep. Saturday for two shows, and then Sunday, Sunday for, for one, two shows. Sunday one show. For one show. One show. One show. That'd be Sunday, weird. Yeah. Sunday. You know, you, you know what you guys should do at House of Comedy? You should do like seven shows on Sunday. Yeah. You know how like I wouldn't be here. Church. <laughs> Church, uh, uh, when I was a kid, there was like three services. Uh, I, w- I was raised Catholic, yeah. first off. So there was, a, there was a service you go to on Saturday, which covered your action for Sunday. Yeah, you went. It was like the, the prerequisite yeah. for all the stuff they were going to cover. So you got all your notes. Yeah, well, you know, because as a Catholic, when I, went, when I was a little kid, if you didn't go to church on Sunday, you went to hell. Oh. Yeah, so, but for some reason, the Saturday uh-huh. service would cover the Sunday. So if you, no, you had to go to all of them when I was growing up. <laughs> I had to go to church every day of the week. Were you raised Catholic? I know. No, no, no I wasn't raised. They they were Catholic. I'm not religious. No, like, but you yeah. were raised Catholic. No, not Catholic. Uh, what was that Baptist? Baptist. And they would go to church all the time. Southern Baptist? Uh, no, not Southern Baptist. I'm from Philly. So you're from Philly? Yeah. South Philly? No, South- North Philly. <laughs> <laughs> South Philly Baptist. They went to church a lot. <laughs> yeah, I went. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. would, I would fall asleep at church. You know? Yeah, I'd, I'd nod out. You know, like, Here, this, I'll tell you something. I did. I don't know if you ever did anything like this. When I was fifteen, my father told me if I didn't straighten up and fly right, he was going to put me in juvenile hall, uh, justifiably as I look back, because mm-hmm. um, I was emulating his behavior. But um, and two of the things I had to do was uh, uh, go out for sports. I was 14, maybe 14. Okay. Go out for sports, and, uh, and then I had to start going back to church, and the, the Catholic church had it where a regular person could read the epistle. Uh-huh. But I'd also discovered LSD. Oh. So I'd be tripping on a Saturday and not sleep all night, and then be in church on Sunday still tripping, <laughs> up there standing next to the priest reading out of the Bible. So church was fun for you. Church was, uh, yeah, man, it was like a dead concert. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome for did you. you. Ever, did you ever drop acid to church? No, not yeah. at all. Did you ever I'm kill black, a man in we anger? We don't have any access to acid. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that. Yeah, we don't get that drug. Yeah, they don't. There's not a lot of that. You never saw that like in the in the seventies movies and stuff. Yeah, you know, no, you know? I've seen people trip acid, but that was never like it was just regular. Have you ever done acid? Cocaine? No, no, no? never done cocaine either. You done cocaine? Nope. No glue. Glue, sniff glue. Yeah. No. no? Man, yeah, I don't know. You're that's missing. the suburb, and that's the suburb stuff. Huffing. I, I, they still play the pass out game. Where yeah, you, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to do that. Yeah, pass, that yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, when I was when I was a kid in St. Louis, it was like uh, poor white trash and black people. We were all into glue. Oh, really? Yeah, there was. I guess maybe there was a phase. Probably. That I was like know. a seventies yeah, thing. Yeah, I couldn't drugs. Yeah, yeah before, like, before anything. The dollar store got a sale on glue. Let's do that. <laughs> I you stack know, up. <laughs> don't you? you know, if people look down on glue sniffers, right? If you hear someone's a glue sniffer, you kind of go, Ugh. Yeah, because you're like, you just can't buy drugs like a real man. 
<laughs> Think about it. They're smarter than a normal drug user because it has more than one use. You can yeah. Get, yeah. No one does that with cocaine. But it's, yeah, it's not a party drug. No one's having the parties and then be like, yo, bring out the glue. We we're about to get turned <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, you, you can never go to the bar and go up to girls and go, you want to go out to the car and... Uh, Sniff some uh, Tulio. Yeah, some glue on. Hey, these guys got Tulio. Let's go. <laughs> but you know, you trying to get your Elmer's on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it with cocaine. Nobody's ever had to go. Go. Don't do the entire gram. I gotta uh, fix the uh, doorway. Yeah, no one does that. <laughs> yeah, no one does it. With glue, you can go. I'm gonna get high and I'm gonna uh, finish some projects around the house. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought the glue sniffer was uh, smart. Maybe it's because I sniffed it. So, uh, yeah, no, you were. Yeah. Uh, but how long is the high on uh, glue? You know, it's a it's a few minutes. You know, and then it's done. Yeah, but yeah, but you know what? At thirty nine cents a tube, there's a lot of hits in that. Ah, but it's don't like, last you that long. You got to keep doing it. What is that like? Five minutes a pop? Well, yeah, nah, maybe a little longer. Here's the thing with glue, Monroe, is that uh, when you do it, why do you want to do anything else? So when the high wears off, you know, go all right. The high's worn off. Now it's time to go in the backyard and trim those bushes. No, usually when you get high, you're like, I want to continue getting high. Mm -hmm. Usually you laid out your whole day. Yeah, your whole day is getting high. High for the day, yeah. High for the So that's, I, I never understood people to go, well, I don't like to get, I like to have a drink when I get drunk. I go, well, that makes no sense. You never hear that from like a. They uh, said they like to get they drunk. Say, I like to have a drink, but I don't like to get drunk. No, I, I, I agree with that because drunk yeah. feels gross. Like, that, when you're drunk, you feel, like, gross the next day. You're like, ugh. You ever done anything really stupid when you were drunk? Have you ever broken to a gas station a in Brazil stuff. and peed all over it while you were drunk? No, you <laughs> did, though, I can tell. No, no, no. The guy's down in Brazil, the uh, the uh, athletes. Oh, yeah, yeah. but would they expect that down there having orgies and um, yeah. throwing stuff? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And that they, uh, <laughs> can you imagine that? You go in there, you're drunk. You're drunk. You're, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're. Mr. Big Shot, and you go to some crappy gas station in a crappy part of town. I'm surprised they got gas stations in Brazil. I, I'm surprised that they. <laughs> I'm surprised they lived through it in Brazil. Uh huh. You know, some security guard down there. You know, he's hoping to make enough over the next week to buy one papaya for his family of twelve <laughs> to live off of. And here shows up, guy, smiley, white man. Uh, <laughs> you know everything. Do you? Uh, so we know Ray, Ryan Lochte's name, right? Yes. Okay. Do he we got know? robbed though? Him and his friends got robbed. No. They no. Didn't. Okay, That's you haven't been keeping say. up on this. It came out today. Okay, out today. Okay, because it did come out in the news though. It was like, oh, they no. got robbed and blah, blah, blah. Let me let me recap the story for you. So Ryan Lochte told Billy Bush. Which I think is a, it's a, like a that's like a porn name. Billy he's, Bush. Yeah, he's an he's a reporter for what like E or something. Billy Bush. Billy Bush. That's yeah. definitely the dude that doesn't shave. Yeah. And, and he's in the all natural women. He catches Ryan Lochte on the beach, and, and if you don't know what Ryan Lochte looks like, if you ever saw um. Uh, what's that movie with Tom Hanks about the Bible? Um, uh, uh, end of day, not end of day. No. Um, Something. The Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code. And he looks like the dude that whips himself. Yeah, 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 uh. yeah. He looks like Dan. He looks like because he, he's got real white hair and strange. Yeah. So that's what he looks like. All right. So Billy Bush asked him something. And he goes, "Well, we were robbed at gunpoint on Sunday by mm. people pretending to be Brazilian police officers. So that became like this huge incident. Yeah. But then there started being holes in the story. So here's what actually happened." Billy Bush and the other swimmers, and it's they sound like a they sound like a um, a doo-wop group now. Uh, Billy no, Bush? not Billy Bush. Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte and the that don't have and, a Billy Bush and the other swimmers sounded yeah, better. Yeah, Ryan Lochte and the swimmers. Uh -huh. Special guest star Billy Bush. Billy Bush. 
yeah, Billy Bush now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all Billy Bush does is come out and go, now. Yeah. You know, while they're singing, do one, and Billy Bush goes, now, now. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. You got it. So it turns out that they were drunk. They left the bar at four. Mm-hmm. There's still Mandy. Okay, There's that two-hour lapse that's going on right now that everyone's starting to talk about. They left some club at 4 a.m. Get in here. Get on in here, Scooch baby up. fever, Mandy. Okay. Uh, and bring your, bring your now. I have the mic set up for you to sit. Okay, you like it here. That's how you like it. Well, yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. They left some nightclub at 4 a.m., correct? Yeah. All right. They returned to the Olympic Village at 607, 608. We know this is like too weird to know this stuff in this detail. Yeah. 607, 608. There's a two-hour lapse from the time they left the club. Were they at the gas station the whole time, or did they go someplace to get their freak on? What is your thoughts? I th- my whole thing is the whole time I was thinking that they went to a whorehouse in in Rio. Yeah, that's where everything happened. Yeah. But then when it came out that they vandalized the gas station and all that stuff that came out this morning. Yeah. Then that I I'm not sure. I don't think they were at the gas station for two hours. Although, you don't need two hours of vandal uh, to vandalize. You can vandalize in like ten like minutes. That, yeah. Monroe, yeah. Let, let me ask you this: How old are you, Monroe? 30. You're 30. Are yeah. you single? No. Are you married? No. You live with someone? No, I'm just, I got a girlfriend. You got a girlfriend? Okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. Okay. You're already single? I was like, no. I was going to get to that. I was like, right after, right after, you know, are you, are you, are you cisgender? Are you bi- <laughs> so, um, uh, if you did not have a girlfriend, uh-huh. and you were between the ages of 25 and now, and you were in Rio, yeah. and everything was being paid for you, wouldn't it occur to you to maybe check out a whorehouse? See, I wouldn't go to a whorehouse. I would just find fans who are at the Olympics. Why would I pay for sex? It's free. Yeah, and it's true. Yeah, but I'm it, an athlete. It's always free. But is it, <laughs> isn't part of Rio de Janeiro, a part of it, I was talking about this earlier, that Rio always had this reputation as like a sex town. Yep. Mm-hmm. Carnival, where the thong was invented. They talk yeah. about how you go down to the beach and it's all people that look like supermodels. And it had this good reputation until recently. Then mm-hmm. it's filthy. That's crime. You will get killed. Well, it's always been high crime there. You, yeah, it's if you dangerous. Went, if you went to Amsterdam, wouldn't you go into a pot shop and check it out? Yeah, I would get high, but I don't believe in paying for sex. I will. Uh, you pay for it in time. You, you pay for pay it? Yeah. For it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think they went somewhere. I think they went to a, oh, yeah. a house of horrors. I it, think I, I mean oh, I yeah, definitely they think did, that's they definitely did all yeah. that. They went to a whorehouse and they vandalized the gas station. And then on the yeah. way home, they're all like the way you get when you're that drunk that time in the morning. Yeah. And they vandalize it. Now a lot of people feel sorry for them. Why do they feel sorry for them? Well, here's what someone said. Okay, you're 30, so you tell me. All right. Okay, and those of us that are in the comedic entertainment business, as you are, kind of got to keep the kid in us alive. Mm-hmm. It's part of the thinking because it's saying you know weird, inappropriate stuff like yeah. what kids do. And it's part part of what a stand-up comic does. But they said, well, listen, they're just you know kind of young, immature kids. Ryan Lochte's 32. Yeah. He's 32. Mm-mm. Shirley and I were talking about what we were doing when we were 32. She had gone th- just gone through her first divorce. She had two kids and was going back to college. I had just bought my first house and was buying a nightclub because I oh, went. I'm like way behind. Y'all did all that at 33. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this cool watch. You got a cool watch. <laughs> That's what I did at 30. <laughs> uh, we might Woo! find you. You know, based on that, I, I wouldn't be surprised to read in the paper sometime soon. We find you in a horror house tearing up a gas station. Oh, uh, hey. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> 
They feel know. sorry for them, but they only feel sorry for them because they don't got to live there. You know yeah. What I mean? They already, like, that place is surrounded by, like, poor people. Like, you go outside. Beyond poor, city, man. Beyond yeah. poor. Yeah. Right? So you hold these festivities that these people can't go to, yeah. and then you vandalize their property. Yeah. You know how poor they are in Rio? That. Their poor people aren't fat. That's mm-hmm. how poor they are in Rio. They, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our poor people get Pop-Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you got any thoughts on, uh, the, the, you know, there's an election going on. Is there? Yeah. What is that? American Idol's back. Yeah. It, uh-huh. it, it's, it's starting to kind of turn out. Like, it's more turning out like a, an old version of Big Brother. Our survival island. Oh yeah, or no, I think it's phony. I think the whole Trump thing. I think the the that's just my personal opinion. It may not be a fact. I think Trump ran to boost Hillary's uh, chances of winning. Really? And it got out of hand. Yeah. You think it? You think it goes that deep? I think it goes that deep. I don't leave nothing off the table. You think that Trump, Donald Trump, the I huge think Donald, Donald Trump, Trump is secret aid to by by the by the Clintons? Yeah. You know, there are people out there, you know, you know what, everybody, if you if you go on social media, you talk to certain people, uh, everything that's gone wrong, the Clintons are worse. Satan is going, you know what, I, I can't hang out with the Clintons, according to certain <laughs> people. So they wouldn't put, and I've heard this, but do you really yeah, believe it? Or I, you really, just, I really believe it. Dude, Trump has no actual campaign. No. Nothing's together. And he's just been making it up as he goes away, <laughs> goes along, and people... Disinterpreted his interpret his words the way they want. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, and it's just hey, it's 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 fun to watch though. I know it's, it's scary, but it's like oh wow, this place <laughs> is good shit. <laughs> I actually say, you know, I've heard comics go, hey, I hope Trump wins because it's four years of job security. You go, I'm looking forward to the job being hard again. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to actually have to look at something and go, what's funny about this? Instead of just hearing a guy say something, going, my God, did he just say that? Okay, here, yeah. there's the punchline. It's like you know what you know what Trump has become to most comics. What? He's that buddy of yours has good ideas but no punchlines. Yeah. So you invite him over to the house, you take him to Denny's late at night, and then nothing. He's got a bunch of nothing. He's got a bunch of nothing, but you're then going, oh, I know how that can work because mm-hmm. oh, what he's got is a bunch of setups. Yeah. Trump has great setups. Yeah. Yeah, you can bounce off it all day. Man, that's what I feel. I feel like all that he's a he's a, a media mogul. You know what yeah. I mean? He knows how to use the media. Yeah, he certainly and does. He's, been able to keep the attention on him since he since he started running since he was like oh I'm gonna try to be president before so it's just like he's yeah. been he's yeah. killing it I never I always thought he was creepy I mean I, I read the art of the deal and I go well this isn't for small business guys this is teach you how to steal when you have a lot of money yeah. that should have been the, the book the art of the deal a bunch of people yeah sue <laughs> how to steal when you have money yep how to make more money without spending money. Mandy's going to, you kind of checked out on us there. You're Sorry. Kinda, are I, you on Glue? Yeah. No. Are I you going to vote, Mandy? No. You're not going to vote? No. Are you no. not going to vote because Rick's a Canadian? No, I'm not going to vote because I hate both of them. Yeah. And you know what? I respect that, right? Yeah, because okay. Because we, we, we're told, oh, voting is important. It's so important. It is important, but it's also important to know when both choices are bad. Yeah. You know, and and if you don't agree with two choices, like if you don't agree with uh, both options that are presented you, then why do you have to be forced to pick one? Exactly. Why can't you just go? You know what? I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm not. Yeah. And then that way they allow more independent people to like kind of rally up and get there and get on the ballot and stuff like yeah. that. But we pick people like 
she doesn't agree with Hillary. Why does she? Why is she forced to? I'm going to give you an. Ult- I'm going to give you a possibility. Okay, but you'll you'll have to move to Texas for just a couple days and register in Texas. But I've got someone you could vote for, and this person is polling. There's four people running for president of the United States. John, get his name. No, no, no you, you're going to love this. You, you are going to love this. And when I say this, it's going to make you happy. It's going to make you as happy as if the Eagles and the Phillies and the Flyers actually all won a championship. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I'll explode if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no chance of you exploding. <laughs> <laughs> If you move to Texas, there is a person on the presidential ballot who's actually polling higher than one of the people who are currently running. And here's who's running. Donald Trump is running as a Republican. Yeah. Hillary Clinton is running as a Democrat. Yeah. Gary Johnson's running as a Libertarian. Yeah, Gary Johnson. And Jill Stein is running on the Green Party. Okay. And in Texas, she is polling at either 2 or 3%. But there is a man on the ballot in Texas... And the name is D's Nuts. Oh, I, was, I knew that's what D's was Nuts yeah. is really? actually polling yeah. higher than Jill Stein <laughs> in Texas right yeah. now. I got to look up D's Nuts. <laughs> you haven't heard about that? I haven't that's heard of That's been a D's thing nuts. for like months and months. Oh, yeah. It's like a kid. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. a kid. And he got out of ballot as Because D, D's Nuts, wasn't it uh, somebody hung out with Kid Rock originally or D's something? D's Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> D's Nuts. That was that song, yeah. Or someone would call up and mm-hmm. say, hey, this is D's. Who? D's Nuts. That's on... Kid Rock's first Man, album. Man, we were doing that when I was younger, before Kid Rock. That's right, yeah. Just, that was just a, hey, these nuts and... Did you do that? Were you, were you a prank phone caller guy? Nah, I didn't prank phone call. Have you, what have you done? Have you killed anyone? What have you done? I murdered. I you do murdered? a lot of murder. <laughs> do a lot of, you know, S&M and stuff hey, like that. It's fun, fun. It's all fun. <laughs> but you never peed on a gas station floor. I mean, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Vandalism doesn't take an hour. No, it doesn't. You can tear a place up pretty quick. Yeah. The goal is to get in and do as much damage as quick as possible. Have you ever done this? Okay. And, uh, Mandy, you, you can answer this question as well. Okay. Wake up, Mandy. I'm, no, I'm awake. I mean, she's been up since 5. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And, she's, uh, and so you were you at the club last night? Okay, mm-hmm. so you're in the club last night. They need to get up early. This is this, this, this is the rough. This is the she's roughest part of the job now. for you guys. That's what she got. Yeah, she's a, she's in a grown up now. That's what you got to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you got you got kids and stuff. You gotta, you gotta get serious. Don't give her two kids. She got one kid. You give her. She wants kid. another kid. You want another kid I want already? Like four more kids. She wants already. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, Buckle down. When brother. you leave here, we'll see if it takes two hours for you guys to go vandalize the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy, you have another baby. What's his name? D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I saw the pictures that you put up on your Facebook. Uh, I saw it last night or yesterday of uh, your son when he was first born and now. And it, it oh, is yeah. it is kind of wild how fast they grow yeah, up. Yeah, he's 18 I, months as of yesterday. I think last I was time hanging out with him. He's cool. He's very cool. He's very like cool. he's like a fully formed human. Like some people, there's kids that kind of look, and it's not putting them down. They, they turn out fine normally, yeah. you know, but they're all kind of lumpy when they're, you know, for a few years. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get, yeah, yeah this yeah. kid had a perfectly formed face from Jump Street. <laughs> Deal. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and just kind of, and he's got that smile that you go, right, let's vote for the kid. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I would vote for him. Yeah, that's he's right. Helpful. He helped yeah. me with my bags. What's his name again? Ronick. Ronick. Mm-hmm. He did. He was helping Monroe bring his bags into the he condo. Yeah, bring my bags in the condo. I was like, this kid got something. <laughs> 
You know, there's a certain age where you want to help, but then yeah. they hit about eight or nine, you go, oh, I don't want to do nothing. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to be that type of kid. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. He's obsessed with, like, cleaning and everything. Like, he's obsessed with the... If I put the broom or vacuum away, I'm not joking, uh-huh. he slams to the ground screaming, crying. Like, throws a huge fit if, if I take the vacuum away. I'm like... Oh my God! I videotaped it. Hey, we want to invite uh, you and your son over to the house <laughs> yeah. this weekend. Uh-huh. That's what my mom always says. She's back. like, "My house is so clean." I'm like, "I know." How's I he with you. yard work? Does he freak oh. out about you? I don't know about that one yet. <laughs> Our grandson, surely have a grandson, and uh, uh, he's like that. You know, where he's and everything's and he, like he he'll come up and like straighten out like wrinkles on the uh-huh. bedspread and. Uh, it's you know I think that yeah. the, he's either going to be a murderer or you know yeah. a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Dexter. You gotta, you gotta, Dexter or you got to uh, nurture it. <laughs> yeah, he's either Dex, Dexter or Elon Musk. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two, man. One of the two. So, um, so you're not going to vote. No. Are you going to vote, Monroe? Probably for Gary Johnson. I don't know. You gonna go Gary Johnson? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm keep watching, figure it out. But probably not. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So I'm let me. I'm not even gonna act like it. I'm like it's voting is important, but it's also important to know what you're getting. All right. So let me ask you. So you have a career. You've done. Uh, you've done Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. We were watching your videos earlier. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. tell you talking about your trip to Italy. Okay, yeah. and uh, uh, GMOs and uh, very funny stuff. We also watched a video where you're talking about. Um, how you don't like kids? Oh yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Even, I'm not a liar. I'm like I don't. Like I like I don't like working with kids directly. That was my job before comedy, ah. all that stuff. And it just takes a special type of person to work hands on with children. I care about the development of it, but I want to be in the background. I don't want to work with the. What kids. were you doing prior to comedy? You were. Uh, I, w- I worked at for AmeriCorps. Then after that, I worked in uh, uh, a charter school. And West Philly for a while, yeah. and then, uh, but even in between that, like I worked for these uh, programs to help kids get jobs and stuff. And I'm like, I like the program to help kids get jobs because I didn't have to work with them. Yeah, I can, uh, you know, I'll teach them like how to interview and stuff. But then other than that, I didn't have to deal hands on with them. So you had your fill of it because that was that was your gig for a long time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I definitely am like, all right. Yeah. All right, so let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you this question, okay? So um, you've got Donald Trump, you've got Hillary Clinton, you got mm-hmm. Gary Johnson, you got D's nuts, and then Jill mm-hmm. Stein. That's who's running in some yeah. places. All right, but let's take D's nuts out of it. Let's take Jill Stein out of it. So you got the three. Yeah. Okay? And now let's say that you are in a position now to get a new manager for your career. Mm-hmm. It's your career, man. And yeah. you're and, and you're 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 at a new position where you go okay we're at another one of those you know at a crossroads you go through before I don't know how to write a joke oh I know how to write a joke uh, I walk in the open mic night I wait till two o'clock in the morning I walk in I'm the first one on because they like me mm-hmm. my first paid gig first road gig I mean there's all these plateaus along the way first television show and each one of those can lead to something else or mm-hmm. they could fuck up really bad. Yeah. Okay, so now you're looking for a good manager to take you to the next level. Well, you're going to choose, when it comes to making money, you choose Trump. Yeah. That, that's how that goes. You choose Trump to make money. He but knows how a good manager is a Cuban, terrible person. Yeah, according, <laughs> according to Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. he's not even a billionaire. Don't matter. He can make you money. He can make, he can make, money. make you but money. But Hillary Clinton's now went from supposedly dead broke when she left the White House to be worth $100 million. I don't think anybody's dead broke when they're in a when no. they're in government official. When they're like, ah, oh, I'm dead broke. You know, nah, the, at one time, they were, Harry Truman left the White House broke. 
Because he, it, broke, he left broke on our standards. <laughs> yeah. No, but in those days, you went back to, there wasn't a big pension. But they still don't make that much money. 400K. Yeah, yeah that's I, not a lot. I can't live on that, can you? No. I mean, <laughs> nah, man, I got expensive taste. So you got a manager, you got one guy who's never managed anyone before, mm-hmm. but was, uh, you know, made money as a banker. Yeah. Okay. And then you got one person you really like because he seems really cool and he likes pot. That's Gary Johnson. Mm-hmm. And he really likes comics. That's yeah. Gary Johnson. He really likes comics. Then you got a guy who made money in real estate and now wants to get into show business and wants to be your manager. And then you have somebody who's been in show business from day one, mm-hmm. from Jump Street, and has done everything. And had even maybe been a comic for a little while and owned a club and ran a club and now knows the business and in, knows the business inside out. Who are you choosing as your manager? You, ch- you, per- you choose the person that knows the business inside out. No, this is what and you do. And who's that? Who's that? This is what you do. Right? Yeah. You take the manager that's hungry. Yeah. Right? The manager that gets you opportunities and makes you bigger, and then you choose the bigger manager. Yeah. yeah that's that's right. how it goes. Yeah. If you start off too big when you're younger, then you burn out quick. You need somebody to you build you. That's right. And then you go with you're, somebody who knows how to deal with bigger people. Because a lot of times the guy who uh, um, too big of a manager or too early in your career, they're not paying mm-hmm. attention to you. They can't. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not going to babysit you. A long time ago, when I was uh, in LA going to acting school, there'd be someone. They were six months in to go. Hey, just signed with William Morris, and we were all excited. You signed yeah. with William Morris, and then nothing would ever happen. Because what they really did was he kind of looks like a client we have already. Yeah, and they're yeah. gonna yeah they'll be like all right when this doesn't work out this person we can already we yeah can slip that in and, and we'll bury this up. guy for a while yeah you know that's what ruined Gallagher 2's career is that what ruined his career this is it's not, <laughs> <laughs> Gall- I don't think his career is ruined though I know his Gallagher too his career is ruined his Gallagher's brother he's gotten to like a tribute Gallagher <laughs> show really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there was a manager in North Carolina. I won't say his name because he's alive and he's a good guy. But uh, but he's not in show business anymore. But uh, he discovered Carrot Top. Mm. But Carrot Top and Gallagher are two different that's comics. Not, that's not how they were seen at the time. So oh. when, so you got a comedy club, and every few weeks you're going to bring in a hypnotist or a prop act, and the rest of the time you're bringing in regular stand-ups. Yeah. So there's only so much space that that space can only fill so many you know slots. Yeah, and that's the thing, like. This guy signed I, I a book. watch Gallagher stuff on. It's on like he got a bunch of stuff on like CISO and stuff. Yeah, that guy actually said stuff. It wasn't yeah. just about smashing uh, watermelons and fruits. He actually had a point of view. He, you know, he did. He was he was a very yeah. smart guy. What very did? smart dude. He had a point of view. He he had social commentary. Carrot Top really didn't talk about that. No, Carrot Top talked about where's the weed. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have someone on next Thursday, a guy who was a sitcom writer for a long time, friend of ours, Brian LaPan, who was at the Westwood Comedy Store the first night Gallagher went on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, And uh, also Argus Hamilton, who's a very funny comic, who's probably done more shows at the Comedy Store than anyone in the history of the Comedy Store. Mm-hmm. And you know, He worked with Pryor. He still goes up every night to the Comedy Store. Funny guy. Uh, they were there at the beginning, so we'll, we'll ask him about that. Who are your influences, man, coming up? Was it Gallagher? Did you start out smashing watermelons? No, 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 no. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't one of those comics who watched comedy a lot before I started. Yeah? It wasn't, uh, like, I would watch it, but I wasn't studying it. And then once I got into comedy, yeah, you have the the greats, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Lenny Bruce, like, all those guys. But then as you're coming up, you start to admire your peers. 
Yeah. Because they are, you know, they're doing things a little differently. Yeah. They're they're trying to they're daredevils in a way. And yeah. they have nothing to lose. They don't have a reputation. So they're they're going all in to yeah. try to gain like, you know, notoriety and all that stuff. So who's some of those peers? I like Michael Che. Uh he's yeah. always funny to me. Gerard Carmichael, my friend Derek Gaines, I got another friend named Chloe Hillier. Uh, Mark Norman's really funny, Mark Lawrence really funny. Um, just uh, how many? Just a lot. Like yeah. I like most of New York. Whenever I'm in New York, I love watching like comics. Like I poke my head in, and I'm just like, hey, Giannis Papas, he's really funny. Noy Davis, he was here a while ago. He's really funny. Yeah, yeah. I like those guys. Yeah, yeah. But that's who I'm gonna come up with. Sure, and, and you guys are all supporting one another. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's a weird thing because at some point somebody will pull away, like pull away. Someone I'll who, like stop doing it. No, no. Well, though, that. But I mean, we're all of a sudden you look up and someone <clears throat> who um, was at the club the week before you were on the road is now starting a major motion picture. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's how yeah. it always is, and yeah. and that's good to see. Yeah, it's always good to see. You know, like starting open mics. Uh, like when I was in New York, I did open mics with like Mike and them, like Mike Lawrence and uh, a little bit Mark Norman. Mark Norman was kind of already getting yeah. out of it. But just to watch that now we don't we no longer need secondary jobs. That's yeah. good, you know. Yeah. Where we're just like we can sit around and we're like we're getting paid off a of comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, isn't that a cool thing? The first time that you go up and tell, I still find it amazing yeah. uh, that you know you you sit there and think something in your head, write it down. Maybe not even on a real piece of paper. Yeah, you just write it down on your notes or your phone, yeah. and you go up there and boom. boom. I love that. And then someone gives you money for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Right, that's why I I'm always humble because I'm like yeah. this is I'm getting I'm, I feel like I'm stealing, yeah. I'm getting paid to be goofy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you're also being paid to be goofy seven nights a week. Yeah, on cue, on demand, no matter what's going on with you. That's yeah. what a lot of people don't get. Yeah. You know that it's it's because it's anybody, not anybody, but a lot of people they get, you see it where you get someone a, a doctor who decides you would do stand up and tells all of his friends and. And they go down to the club on a Monday or Tuesday. And that's cool. Yeah. I'm not putting that down at all. I mean, that's a lot of, I know a lot of that that world. But then the doctor goes up on Wednesday and he's not funny. He goes up yeah. on Thursday and actually he's horrible. And on Friday, they won't even let him on the stage. Mm-hmm. The trick, don't you think, is to be able to turn that on and be able to do it. Like if all of a sudden Mandy looked at her phone and goes, hey, a private show popped up at noon at the Hilton in Scottsdale etc here's the dough let's go and it do depends it. yeah i'm always like it depends on who it is now i'm picky now yeah <laughs> yeah like, nah, yeah I'm all right. yeah you're not you're not going down to like a you know a hell's angels camp <laughs> yeah no i'm like nah i'm yeah. good if they're fun people if you get to know them are they the hell's angels lot? I actually perform for a biker there's a uh there's a, a biker gang that owns a biker gang that own comedy club in Connecticut, and it's actually fun. It's called Joker's Wild Comedy yeah. Club. That is fun. And own, yeah, and when you go, it's nothing but bikers, but they love to laugh. Are they like patched up bikers? They got their 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 leathers on. They got yeah. their stuff on, but they're yeah. still they got the rocker like, on the back. Huh? They got the rocker on the back. They, they got, got all of that stuff. Yeah. They got the yeah. They Are got they one percenters the or they? Uh, I don't know what I don't ask questions. I'll just go out, <laughs> perform, get my money, and then get out of there. You, know, you never want to walk up to a, a guy on a motorcycle and go, I don't think you're a one percenter. Uh huh. You know what that's based on was uh, in the old days, uh, Motorcycle Association of America, when the Hells Angels were first kicking ass and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and somebody said, well, 99% of all bikers are good law abiding citizens. 
It's the 1% that gives us a bad name. And Hells Angels went, cool. Yeah. We're the 1%, <laughs> which is why they have a 1 on their sleeves. I didn't know that. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, um, interesting organizations that own nightclubs on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, and you don't ask no questions, and that's why you can't take every gig. <laughs> some, are wearing, uh, some are wearing biker gear, and some are wearing shark skin suits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of fun stuff. Hey, we're going to take a little break. We come back, talk about what you were, uh, about your shows this weekend and what else you got coming up, all right? All righty then. All right, cool. You are listening right. to This American Podcast Comedy Edition on ComedySchoolsRadio.com. I'm assuming that means that uh, we're in. No, that's okay. It's no big deal. That's no big deal. Is it? You know what? You know my. You know my uh, philosophy in life. I don't care how I get in, as long as I'm in. So, uh, and we are in. We, <laughs> we are. We are uh, in. That kind of sounded. Uh, that can be interpreted differently. <laughs> I don't care like, how I get in, but I'm in there. Kind of like a Trump speech. Uh huh. What did you hear, Monroe? Uh, it sounded very. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. You're listening to This American Podcast, Comedy Edition on ComedySchoolsRadio.com. We are uh, wrapping up with a very funny uh, and talented Monroe Martin. Monroe, we want to thank you coming in. It's your second trip to Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I'm having fun. And you know that that's, that's, like, that's, that's like the verification gig, right? Because a lot of guys play once. Yeah, and then know? your second time around. Yeah. Yeah. But then we never see him again. And then, But you see somebody back, you go... Not only was he uh, great on the sh- on our show, but we know that he was great at the club because yeah. uh, because they had him back. Yeah, I don't she, know if you know she, she rallied for me. She didn't care. <laughs> yeah, she she looked at him and went, oh, yeah. you're back. Uh, hey, yeah. hey, you. Oh boy. Oh boy. No, I said, oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh boy. I don't think it's gonna be. Do you guys Ooh. do you guys go out and do stuff after the show? No, I go back to my condo. Well, not my condo, the comedy condo. Yeah. Got my PlayStation, but I got like work to do and stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. You are thirty, man. I know. Yeah, right? that's all. That's thirty. I gotta talk. be responsible. Like I had a lot of fun I, when I, I had a lot of fun in the beginning of comedy. I'm still having fun now, but I'm like, all right, you don't get to the next level, but you gotta keep pushing and like, yeah. be responsible. So I yeah. like write. Uh, I'm working on. I'm like working on my personal show. I now do like uh, community outreach stuff for like other kids in foster care, and I speak at events. Wait a minute! You said you didn't like kids. No, no, I don't work with them hands on, but I do speeches and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, just because you don't want to hang around a kid doesn't mean you you can't care about their their events. Since he's a comic, he's got to keep up appearance, and he can't say I am actually a decent human being who actually. Cares about my friends and family. I'm not. I care about my friends say, and family. You can't say just that. don't. Just yeah. don't let your kid hang out with me. I will. <laughs> I will leave your kid. You've been hanging out with Ronan. I know. And Ronan was cool because Ronick. I had to deal with him in the. Well, why'd you name him Ronick? That's not a real name, but <laughs> Ronick was cool because it was a dose. But once I have to like change his pamper and make it and feed him, I'm like, ah, get this kid out of here. Yeah, give me a sandwich. <laughs> get him out of here. But he may be allergic to something in his sandwich. <laughs> he made you allergic. He may be. Maybe. Oh, is is right. Ronick allergic to anything? Nope. No, it is a pretty healthy. Mm. You see that where people get you know? I remember when I was raising my daughter, and 
somebody bring their kid over for play date and go, now they can't eat peanuts or ham. Right, I'm like, get this kid out of my house. I get him out of here. He's allergic to air. He can't breathe. The kid's showing up with a mask on. Uh I'm like, get that kid out of here. He's going to make my kids weak. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I'll say about that is it's all bullshit. What you do to get people to not to get kids not allergic to things is eat it while you're breastfeeding. Eat it while you're pregnant. That's what I did. My kid's not allergic to anything. I ate peanut butter every day. I ate strawberries every day. I ate tomatoes every day. I ate wheat every day. I ate eggs every day. Anything that's a very high allergy, yeah. you do that, and it, it gets them tolerable to it while they're breastfeeding. Uh-huh. People just shut the fuck up and get and yeah. eat what Ooh, she was quiet the whole time, but you oh, talk about allergies. No, shut that. You know People are so freaking I pathetic. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. That's why I'm not allergic to Jack Daniels. Are <laughs> Raleigh cigarettes? Uh. <laughs> All right. You know what? And that's you know what? I've got a title for your book. You're gonna write a book about kids, and you know what the title is? And this make it'll fly off the shelf. It's called "Eat It While You're Pregnant." Eat it while you're pregnant. <laughs> I like that. You yeah. should write a book. It could even be a song. Eat it while you're pregnant. Eat, eat, eat it, it while you're pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> eat it while you're pregnant. Eat it all day. Eat it all night. Eat it while you're pregnant, and your kids will be right. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> 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 All right. That one, man, that was worth the trip, wasn't it? Right yeah, there? I like that. That was cool. <laughs> you know, I got to do like a little kind of rap thing. Uh, yeah, and I didn't expect her to be this passionate. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah. She was over there on her phone the whole time, yeah, and she just got up. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, gosh. I could talk about that for hours. Let uh, me tell you. Eat it while you're pregnant. You can talk about that. Oh, yeah. And kids, it's uh, you know what? I, I, there's a uh, picture on my personal Facebook page seven years ago yesterday. Mm-hmm. I helped produce a mu- music video with DJ Quick and Corrupt. Okay, and, oh, that's pretty uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and former Republican Senator Barry Goldwater was in the studio as well. <laughs> Don't ask me how you get all that in there. I want to know. Okay, but uh, I, I heard that uh, that they like me because corrupt did not have me killed. So uh, <laughs> That is funny. They told me to go, DJ. Is he that gangster? Uh, I like corrupt. But corrupt, I is, corrupt, supposedly, if you got to know them, and, you know, and I, I got to know them, and they were, you know, they were really cool guys. Yeah. Uh, but supposedly DJ Quick was like the music freak. Yeah. you know, he invented that box and all you know, the thing that he invented for, for uh, sound. And okay. He, and he's a sound freak. Okay. DJ. But corrupt was kind of like, he's talented, but it could have went either way for him. And that, you know, that and he's... And ch- he chose you to powers for good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, on that cool. day. Right, I, yeah, cool. so uh, <laughs> to this day, people go, how did that happen? How'd... I ended up um, hosting their show at the Cajun House. Okay. We'd hired a, uh, this kid won a contest to be able to go up and host the show. And he started freaking out. He goes, but it's gangster rap. And I go, it's Scottsdale. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm up on stage going, are you ready for motherfucking DJ Quinn? <laughs> and I'm like, 58. <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all ready? <laughs> you don't care. Like, you got a gun. You know how, <laughs> <laughs> how gangster could it be? It's legal to carry. <laughs> <laughs> but you and I creating the song, Eat It While You're Pregnant, was actually cooler than meeting DJ Quick and Corrupt. And we did it I'm, I'm glad we did it. That yeah. was a, uh, an organic moment. It was. <laughs> it wasn't forced. It's just real right here. It's very it's real. beautiful. Yeah. All right, man. We got to run. We are so glad to have you. Uh, we got Monroe Martin in the studio. You're going to have Monroe Martin making you laugh your full head off tonight for two shows. Saturday for two shows, Sunday for one show. One show. At Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Uh, if you want to get tickets, and you do, go to houseofcomedy.net. Houseofcomedy.net. Also, if you will, uh, if you want to message me on my personal Facebook page, Tony Visick, V as in Vagabond, I C I C H. 
If you message me, uh, I could possibly get you a uh, pair of tickets to see one of these fantastic shows. And come All right. through. All right. All right, man. Thank you, Monroe. Thank you so Thank much you, for coming sir. in. All right. We will see you next time, and I know there will be a next time. You're listening to This American Podcast, Comedy Edition on ComedySchoolsRadio.com. <laughs>